And now, talking some North Alabama high school football and sharing lukewarm takes from around the SEC, it's the potentially award-winning Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Welcome into the Three and Out pregame show. Another week of high school football, another week of college football. Uh, last week uh, worked out pretty well for the Gunnersville Wildcats. They go on the road to Madison County, get a big 44-21 to 21 win. Um, first half was pretty close, and then it just seemed like uh, Gunnersville came out and decided to do what it does uh, week in, week out, and that has dominated its opponent. Um, Zach, finally got, to, uh, finally got to see some Logan Pate in full form last week. Right, and and I don't want to toot my own horn here, but uh, I did call out the depth uh, oh, differences yeah, between the teams. So they had like eleven kids playing both ways, Madison County. It, it was just Brutal. like it was just like Fairview, you know. The mm-hmm. the uh, but Fairview was up on Gunnersville at halftime. Um, depth won out in the end. You know, you have so many kids playing both ways. Like you you might be able to beat some teams doing that, but not a quality team like Gunnersville. And second half, Gunnersville pretty much pulled away and, and owned the game. Um, I, really a, uh, almost like a some kind of weird connection we've got going on right now with Fusell and um, Cole McCarty. This is the third game in a row. They've <laughs> Cooper's leading in receiving yards, but Fusell is just finding the end zone every single game. It's like game. we said a couple of weeks ago, one of them is going to be open because the other one's going to be double teamed. Yeah. They're going to try to take one of them away. In the past three weeks, it seems like they've tried to take Cooper away and Brandon's just open. Yeah, they've done a really good job in the last few weeks um, on off- offense. Cooper, obviously, Sam Kennedy is um, really coming along as kind of he's kind of become almost like your security blanket out there because right. the kid runs good routes. Right, that's the thing about it. So he's usually he's going to be open. I mean, I think he's averaging what close to thirty, forty yards a game in receiving. Right, and some of those catches are needed. This might be like an old reference for Alabama football fans, but he reminds me of like a Sam Collins. You took the words just, out of my mouth. Just always sort of open 10 Sam yards in. Sam Collins. 10 yards away from scrimmage. Yeah. Just, he's just going to be there. So, he's, yep. yeah, he's security blanket is a good is what, a good term. What was, uh, what was the guy's name um, just a few years ago, transferred from Oregon State? Oh, uh, Richard Richard Mullaney. Mullaney? Is that who you're talking about? Mullaney. Mullaney's yeah. the one from Oregon State. There's right. another one from Bowling Green. I can't remember. His last name was Dieter, I think. Yes, yes. Dieter. Yes. Those two guys. Yeah, just yeah. right across the yeah. middle, uh, mm-hmm. you know, finding yeah, finding those slants yeah. and all that. But this, it, the offense really seems like it's finding its groove. And I think in the first half, you know, with it being 16-14 at half, um, that's just a Madison County game, I feel like. Right. Because that team, you're right, you add a little bit of depth – to that Madison County team, and they're in the game for much longer, if if not winning the game. And I think that's the biggest issue that that a team like Madison County's got right now. Because you, I mean, we've we've said it over and over again about Gunnersville's roster. What well, it's Cooper and Brandon that play, right. play both ways. Right. Um, so that's that's huge to be able to have that depth. I think we were all excited to see uh, Miller basically play an entire game. Came out in the third, didn't or came out in the fourth was pretty well in hand so that had to be good well to see. between that and you know they got within 16 14 and you saw just a shift mm-hmm. on the Gunnersville sideline they're like enough of the, enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they scored 28 straight yeah they did forced two turnovers within that time period yeah Cole Bryan big game on on the defensive side he ended up winning defensive player of the game 
I, just, um, I, I love that kid. Yeah. I, talked, I talked about him a couple weeks ago at Fairview. Like, that's just the yeah. kind of guy you need on these road games. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a fiery leader. Yeah. Um, you know, a little undersized probably from for what his position calls for as right. far as, like, you know, uh, height, you mm-hmm. know, he's got the he's got the strength for sure. Five nine, five nine. You know, it's <laughs> it's not typical to see five nine guys on the defensive line, but he, reminds, he more than holds his own. He, he reminds me too. We go back a few years ago. He reminds me too of that that player, kind of like a Harrison Skinner. Yeah, that's just constantly bouncing around. Yeah, like the guy that you can definitely count on being excited to be there. Oh God, I remember Harrison. Yeah, I mean he would block just about a punt every week. Yeah, uh, he was always just in it the right one place. Favorite, one of my favorite players to ever watch right. at Gunnersville for right. sure. So anytime you get a comparison like that, you're you're doing something right because that def- that's what that defense needs this year. Last year, you know, with, with the guys they had, with the studs that they had at linebacker, there wasn't really a need for much rah-rah. You know what I mean? Right. That defense just got it done. Right. And then they came out to the sideline. There was no, there's not a ton of, I don't know, it was just business-like. Yeah, there wasn't a need of motivation. Uh, right. And and with all the young guys that we have or inexperience mm-hmm. on the defense, it's it's good to see that. So, uh, he's, he's he's become probably my favorite player on this Gunnersville defense. Yes, I'm really fiery guys. Braden Graham, uh, Cole Bryan, obviously, Ben Biddle on that side, uh, EJ Havis. Defense is looking good. They're really coming along, and they're coming along at the right time. That's for right. sure. Um, we turn our attention to – Sardis coming in tonight to Gunnersville. It is uh, it is homecoming for Gunnersville, so I'm sure the coaches have enjoyed all the distractions throughout the week. <laughs> I'm sure that's been great float building and well, you know this year the float building decade day they used to have it <laughs> at the old middle school gym. Oh yeah, and now that's the Career Tech Center. Mm-hmm. So they've had to every class has had to find an off-site location. That's what their we class. had to do. At Whoa! The, at the Rab, right? So we didn't have one, a designated place to build one, floats. One class is over at Clay Irrigation. Can you imagine driving that <laughs> float that you worked on all oh week my. across the bridge? Better Hopefully, it's not windy. <laughs> the two, two others are on top of the mountain. They've got to come down the mountain and across that causeway. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what they look like in the parade yeah, compared well, to what they look like prior. I think it's really neat uh, when it comes to homecoming week and and all that good stuff. We we all remember homecoming fondly and. Talking to Coach Reese near the end of the near the end of the show, uh, he talked about homecoming for a little bit, and you know, I, I jokingly talk about coaches having to deal with the distraction. He he actually said, and you'll hear it in the interview later. He he actually carved out time for these guys to be able to do that, to be able to go. That's nice and do the That's float good. stuff. Because I mean, I think I think a, we really gained some perception last year, right? Some some perspective. I mean, right. about what is important and and how easily i mean you know it we they had the homecoming stuff last year there's still just that cloud of you know of what's going on you know yeah. what i mean and then this year and i know we still got issues with covid 19 right now this year but it's it's a different year it's awesome to see that we're going to have homecoming the parade and everything and i know it's mr spirits Oh, it's my it's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's uh, it's been two years. It's been I mean with this. So I was talking about this with somebody. Mm-hmm. My my daughter had just turned four when COVID started like breaking yeah. out, and now she's almost six. She turned six in November. Yep, same here. And uh, so it's been about two years, and it you know it's just you're right about the cloud and all that. But I got to say this. So I've I was explaining 
to my daughter uh, who's five um, and she's in the same class as one of your sons yep. and uh, I was explaining to her homecoming and all that and and homecoming qu- homecoming queen especially and she goes well dad can I be homecoming queen one day <laughs> so I'm pretty much starting the uh, the the I guess what would it be like 11 or 12 year campaign 20, here 2034 for, for her 2034 for yeah. her to be homecoming queen so <laughs> I'm starting that cam- campaign yeah. right now We'll get it. We'll go ahead and get that started. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I was actually, I'm sure you noticed. Oh, no. I, I dropped my boys off today at school, and they got the tent set up where they're selling shirts and everything. Yes. It's, just, it's cool. It's it's awesome to have that, that school spirit, like, transfer mm-hmm. from the high school to the. Oh, yeah. I remember when we made the Final Four in soccer and getting to get on the bus and go to elementary school. That's And fine. get to, you know, high-five all the kids. Like, this town. It, it, it's just it's just great to have that kind of community spirit and it's homecoming so you will see community spirit on display tonight if you make it to the game and then obviously if you make it to the parade and all that good stuff uh but this is the three and out pregame show when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about sardis and then we're going to talk about what went on in the county and in the region last week and what's going to go on this week we will be right back the three and out pregame show is presented by alpha insurance agents chuck williamson and justin perry specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2021 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. What makes a better banking experience? Well, a lot goes into it, but the heart of the equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days, that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Lake City Motors Body Shop is a one-stop shop for all of your auto body needs. James and Joan Chambliss, owners and all employees of Lake City Motors, pride themselves on quality work and excellent customer service. Lake City Motors is located down Highway 79 in Gunnersville. James and Joan have served our community for over 40 years and they support the Gunnersville Wildcats. Lake City Motors, striving for customer satisfaction and a great customer experience. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2021 season. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. 
Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. And now, back to the Three and Out pregame show. Back into the three and out pregame show. So uh, Gunnersville gets the Sardis Lions tonight, and this has been a program the last two years that has really, really struggled. And I gotta admit, okay, so last year going to Sardis, they were in the same situation they are right now. They're, they were 0 and 5, 0 and 6, whatever they were last year when Gunnersville went to Sardis. Um, this team comes out and starts warming up. They they don't look like. They haven't scored in the last three games. Right, it's bizarre to me. Um, I don't know what to th I, I don't know what to make of it because I know Sardis is one of those communities that wants a good oh sure product on the field. So it's it's surprising to me that this this program is is, is where it is right I'll now. I tell you what's surprising to me is that they're five A and and Crossville too. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, they've got to be a small 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 five oh, A. Yeah. Gunnersville small five A. So and, you can only yeah, imagine. I, yeah, I, I just I don't know. I when that's why we've only played them eleven times in the mm -hmm. history of the two schools, despite being what twenty five miles away from one another. Yeah. Um, they've always been a much smaller school, but they've gotten bigger throughout the years, and that is surprising. And you're right, they've had some they've had some fantastic athletes i remember basketball going over there uh, a few years ago and and you know and having a tough go of it they've they've they have some athletes over there in sardis so i agree i don't i don't understand the uh the stats here with haven't scored and you know having you know have they played crossville yet Do, are we no i mean that's that's the one game they're hoping they win or douglas what was that what what oh douglas douglas um uh, douglas beats artists 27 to 8 27 to 8. I mean, Douglas didn't just beat him. They beat him bad. And Gunnersville didn't have really any problem whatsoever with Douglas. So. I know I know a few people that are really close to the Sardis program that have told me um the last two seasons there hasn't been the the big class of seniors that's uh -huh. needed. Yeah. So they're hoping, you know, this this group that's coming up sort of a baptism by fire um last year and this year. Because they're they've got a lot of young kids on the team and not not a ton of senior leadership, but but this is a team that hadn't scored in three games. Yeah, I think Sardis is in the same category with Crossville and Albertville mm -hmm. of where they're a small classification school for what class they're in. Yeah, but you know Albertville does not does not have seven A athletic talent. No, they have four A five A athletic talent. They're just student body wise, or seven A. Yeah, and, and that, speaking and of, they get Huntsville tonight. Albertville does. It's another. Another opportunity for Albertville <coughs> to get another win because Huntsville's well. And the, and not great. We were talking either. before before we started. Albertville and Huntsville's only win is against Grissom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Huntsville <laughs> beat Grissom thirteen to six, yeah. and Albertville beat them by a touchdown too. So this this is going to be a um, probably a pretty close game. Yeah. Um, are we going to pick it? 
Yeah, yeah, we'll pick yeah. this next segment. Yeah, uh, next so, segment we'll pick. Okay, so just just to let you guys know, we're going to start doing something each week now, and we've decided to do it in week seven, of course. But <laughs> from now on, we're actually going to do picks at when we talk about college football in um, in segment three. We'll, we'll pick some high school games. We'll pick some college games. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, you know, this should be another name your score kind of night for Gunnersville. Probably won't see much of. Pate or any of the starters in the second half if I had to guess with it being homecoming and everything. I'll tell you what, with these games like Crossville, what happened in Douglas, what's probably going to happen tonight with Sardis, um, it's going to bring Pate's net average down. Right. <laughs> and I know Coach Reese, I know Coach Reese thinks about that, but at the same time, I mean, Pate's one of those kids, he, he doesn't care. You right. Know, he doesn't, obviously the average looks good. You want that average to be, you know, as high as possible, but just go and look. I mean, the Dude hadn't played in the second half of two games. Right. He's probably not going to play in the second half of this one. Right. Um, so, it's homecoming, you know, Sardis. And there's been years where they've had a pretty tricky game on homecoming. And uh, this is not one of them. So, tonight should be a fun homecoming evening. Oh, we got to we got to get the uh, the uh, Joe Cagle uh, stamp of prediction. What's the score tonight? Oh, my God. Because you can just pr- go ahead and put it up on so, the scoreboard. Well, Douglas <laughs> – Douglas, I'm sorry. Sardis is not probably not going to score, so we can go ahead and put a zero. So on that put side. a zero on that side. It was 64 to nothing last year, so I mean, <laughs> 62 to nothing. 62 to nothing. <laughs> you heard it here first. I mean, you get to the point where you get to the point where I mean, in some of these games where I mean, you can't help but not score. Right. I mean, because even when you put a CJ Gomera and I mean, yeah, Antonio Spurgeon. It's not like you're putting me in, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> right. I mean, you're still putting in really good athletes. If they There's put you so in, you I hope we're taking a knee. That's. All. <laughs> There's only so much you can do. I mean, even if you gave direct snaps to Miller Cutner, right. he's probably gonna score a few touchdowns. <laughs> yes. In no games doubt. like this, <laughs> no doubt. So anyway, I, I, you know, I really hate it for for teams that are having a go of it like Sardis is because you just don't want to see. Any team besides Tennessee. You just don't want to see any team struggle like this. <laughs> I think we might have a few Tennessee listeners out oh, there. I'm sorry. But, but I'm kidding. <laughs> just a few. But <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I well, I mean, we all know they've been struggling. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. They have been. Not Sardis struggling, but they've been struggling. <laughs> but anyway, um, we've said it already numerous times uh, throughout the show. Tonight is homecoming. So if you can make it to the game, please make it out because homecoming is always fun. You get to see who's going to be the homecoming queen and all that good stuff. And then obviously you'll get to see the floats. They'll be parked out there in front of the stadium and and go support this team because this is one of the last home games tonight and right. October fifteenth. Boaz is looming, and then you've got the first round of the playoffs. More than likely, likely, more than likely, first round of the playoffs would, will be at home. It would take from looking at it, it would it would take possibly a. Would it? Would it? Would we need a fair view? There would have to be a fair view win over Boaz and a Boaz win over Gunnersville to give a three-way tie. Yeah. To then potentially have Gunnersville finish third. That would yeah. be the 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 I think the only order of events. Yeah. But, so um, basically, Gunnersville wins in two weeks. They right. win the region. Right. Because the only one, the only team left is West Point. Right. And, and Douglas, by the way, Douglas beat Glencoe last week, forty-one to seven. This team's off. Douglas is off tonight. They get Boaz next week. That's probably a loss. But then they get West Point, Crossville, and Pisgah. There's three potential wins right there for that Douglas team. I mean, you're staring at seven and three for a Douglas for a Douglas team fourth fourth spot Looking in the playoffs. Good. I mean, that is that's impressive for that. 
for that uh, program. But but when we come back, we're going to talk about college football, and we're going to do some picks. This is the 3 and Out pregame show, and we'll be right back. The 3 and Out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. We're back. That's right, folks. Mark Bricky, Sam Mountain Toyota. We're back and safer than ever, and we're back with amazing deals. We've got 0% financing for 60 months on all new Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Tacomas. No payment for 90 days. And remember, every Toyota from Sam Mountain Toyota comes with a lifetime powertrain warranty and free maintenance for 45,000 miles or four years. Sand Mountain Toyota, Highway 431, Albertville, or online at sandmountaintoyota.com. The staff at Downtown 412 want to wish the Wildcats a great season. Downtown 412 is Guntersville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to always visit their Facebook page and check out the constantly changing daily specials and live music schedules. Go Wildcats from Downtown 412 in Guntersville. This is Cameron Troilo with the Laundry Basket Self Storage, Laundry Basket Car Wash, and Laundry Basket Plus. Wishing all the Wildcat football players and cheerleaders another great season. We're proud to support the Gunnersville City Schools and Athletics. Be sure to stop by any of our locations in Gunnersville, Arab, Aberville, and Boaz. Also, drop off, wash, and fold is $1 a pound available at our Gunnersville locations. Go Wildcats! The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Quality Auto Sales wants to wish all the competitors on the field tonight the best of luck. Quality Auto Sales has served the Gunnersville area for over 20 years, and as always, they pledge to finance everyone. They have a vehicle for every type of consumer and even have their own on-site mechanic and paint and body shops. Go Wildcats from Quality Auto Sales, located on top of the mountain between Walmart and Lowe's on Highway 431. And now, back to the Three and Out pregame show. Welcome back in to the Three and Out pregame show. So after this break, uh, we're going to hear from Coach Reese uh, for the Coach Lance Reese show, as we do every single week. Before that, we'll talk about some college football, and then let's make some picks. So to date... This is probably the biggest weekend oh, of college football, without a doubt. We're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of watershed moments <laughs> this week. We're gonna really figure out a lot about a lot of teams. Um, it's a buffet, a buffet of college is. football goodness. It really is. It's a, that's a great way to put it. 
It's one of those it's Saturdays like, where you wake up, mm-hmm. you watch game day, and you don't have to move all day. Yes. Yep. A buffet of goodness. To. I'm moving myself to Bryant Denny Stadium, but nice. <laughs> I will be there. I am as well, and I will make sure it's loud. But uh, I'll be um, I'll be enjoying the Gulf Coast of this okay of this state during these games. So I'll tweet pictures and stuff of my feet with <laughs> the ocean in front of it, like everybody else. But anyway, 11 a.m. Arkansas at Georgia. I don't now. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna preface what I'm about to say by saying this. Arkansas is a good football team. They're an 8-9 win team. Um, I don't think a lot of us expected that coming into the season. But at Georgia, with what Arkansas does specifically on offense, to it, match, it matches up perfectly for Georgia. Right. On the defensive front. Along the, Georgia's defense is elite. So NFL good. good. Right. Um, I, I just think Arkansas is going to have a tough time moving the ball. I, I think Georgia's going to have a tough time moving the they ball, will. too. I think this is going to be a, a fairly low-scoring yeah. game. I've got Georgia winning. Um, they're they're favored by 18. Yeah. I'm not sure it's if they're going to win by three touchdowns. I think it'll probably be a little bit under that. It's but a big number. Um, probably I'm going to say 24 to 10, 24 to 13, something like that. Yeah, I can say that. Pretty ugly game for Georgia fans, you know, but you get the win against the top 10 team at home. Yeah, and then also in that 11 a.m. spot. Um, That's the kicker. Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee, Missouri will be over on the SEC Network. Um, this Missouri team's coming off a really bad loss at Boston. Of course, Boston College is not a bad football team, but still, Drinkwitz. I don't know if y'all saw what he said going into the Boston College game. He was he was complaining about the former the former leadership at Missouri scheduling this game because he's like he just straight up said it. He was like, you know, going to Boston College that does nothing for us recruiting. Blah, right. blah, blah, this stuff. Boston College's coach was like, we'll come play you in Missouri if you want us to. <laughs> and then they turn right. around and beat them. It was a little embarrassing for Missouri. I think they get it. I think they turn it around and, and beat Tennessee by a, by a decent amount, by th- at least two scores. I think they do. I, I think they do, too. I actually like mm. their coach. Um, yeah, I like Dirk Witz. He says what's on his mind. He's <laughs> yeah. a lot like Nate Oates, Alabama, Alabama's yeah. basketball coach. Um, and sometimes that can kind of backfire, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I like Missouri to bounce back too, and I like them to beat uh, beat Tennessee by a touchdown. Uh, two thirty, CBS. Uh, Ole Miss, Bama. Kiffin is back I, in Tuscaloosa, I'm, baby. See, and I'm not. I, Does he go to Houndstooth Friday night? I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I, I know that's a Galette's guy. I know that sound or a rounder, rounders guy. Yeah, I know that's that. <laughs> I know that sounds cocky and arrogant. I'm honestly not worried about well, it. Well, I know I, I've kept I've gone back and forth on this. Um, you know, Ole Miss doesn't have obviously they got one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Um, they don't have the explosive weapons that they have had. You know, there's no AJ Brown on this right. team. There's no yeah. Are, are they going to be able to get separation? Right, separation in the run game is obviously Florida has given the blueprint to everybody. Right, and if you can. Because I'll be honest with you, I thought this Bama team was going to be better against the run than they have been. Yeah. Of course, we're only four or five games in. They always can get better. Will Anderson might be one of the best football players to ever play at Alabama. Oh, yes. Without a doubt. Lane Kiffin compared him to said, Derek Thomas. Yeah, and when, that's, it, when it's all said and done, <laughs> I think Will Anderson's going to end up being the best linebacker to ever play at Alabama. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> I know he's got, he's got another season. I mean, the dude is a freak. So – it's really all about Toa Toa. He's and and I got a Demarco Helms. You know, at some point you got to learn how to tackle. 
<laughs> We've had, you know, Alabama's had a tough time with their free safeties. You know, right, uh, just they're obviously very good in coverage. Yes, good in coverage, but just but can't make space, those open field. It's so, and this is going to be that game. If Ole Miss gets out in space and miss tackles, then we're in for another game right. like we had last year. I just, yeah, their offense looks good. Mm-hmm. They've got big numbers. Their quarterback looks phenomenal. But they've beaten Louisville, Austin P, and Tulane. Right. And they were off yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no. where, where's the actual challenge? They haven't played a defense. Yeah, and honestly, I think this is one of those games where Kiffin is actually probably looking forward to. And if they end up getting beat by 20 – Kiffin's probably not going to be that upset. No. He's one of those coaches. He's like he's like a C. Told he, you. Yeah. Because yeah. he's thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. We've played Louisville, Austin P and Tulane. And then it's – Saban said it, I think it was yes, either yesterday, one day this week in his press mm-hmm. conference. This is the first SEC home game with the full crowd since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Since the LSU game. And it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts down there. There's so much going on. Clay Travis and the Fox bus is going to be at Innisfree. <laughs> There's just going to be so much crap going on down there in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be – Where do you have somewhere to park when you go to Tuscaloosa? Well, I, I'm fortunate I actually do. Nice. Um, yeah, if I didn't – I've got somewhere – we're going to the Tennessee game. I have somewhere to park for that. I'm I'm this many years old. I don't go to Bama games anymore if I don't have somewhere to park. I'm that <laughs> many years old. I can't do it anymore. The dude out in the road with his cardboard sign wanting $70 to park. I could see Joe just standing there yelling at a cloud, just angry <laughs> oh, at the world. Oh, sure. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I, I like Bama, and I like yeah. Bama by um, by uh, more, than, more than 14. I really do. I, th- I think that um, Saban has watched the film from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's talking about how Kiffin always got all these. Kiffin threw the literal kitchen sink at Alabama last mm-hmm. year. Um, and was unfortunate not to not to get the win probably, but the Alabama team was just too good on yep. both sides of the ball. Um, uh, real, well, throughout the year they were both they were good on both sides of the ball, not not in de- on defense. But I think they're going to have a much better plan to stop this Ole Miss team. And I think you're right. I think they don't they don't have uh, Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. They don't have those uh, that that st- AJ Brown that uh, uh, Treadwell. They don't yeah, have those guys exactly. anymore. And so it comes down to can Matt Corral uh, like take this team on his back in Bryant Denny. We've mm-hmm. seen quarterbacks do that before, like Johnny Manziel. Oh yeah, you know team uh, players like that. But this 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 will and this is a big Heisman game too. Right now, Bryce Young, Matt Cor- Corral are both the the top the front runners for the Heisman. Yeah. So one of those two guys is probably going to separate uh, himself. But I like Bama by. 17-20. We all like Bama. Like 38-17. We all like Bama. Let's move to the 8 p.m. slot. You've got the Tigers going in to Death Valley at 8 p.m. That gives LSU fans all day. more than enough time. All day, Joe. To drink. To drink. <laughs> whatever Baton Rouge has available. We, we, You know they drink the Rose Bowl dry. Mm-hmm. So, this fan base, you give them that long and – there's something about the Auburn LSU game. If you ask LSU fans, they 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 love this Auburn game. It's it's been one of the, the earthquake game from right. the 80s. I mean, there's it's always been this. I, I I think about the Cam Newton game. Right. Um. I think about the the LSU Auburn game when Saban was there when uh when uh Auburn missed the extra point. Right. But yeah. The barn on fire, that game. <laughs> but the game I'm thinking about is when Saban was at LSU, Tuberville, Auburn misses the extra point. They get to re-kick it because an LSU guy jumped the center. 
and that was a rule that had just been put in place, and then oh. Auburn kicks the extra point and ends up winning the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's always that kind of game. But the biggest question is, who's starting quarterback for Auburn? T.J. Finley. Ooh, man. I, personally, I would start Bo Nix. I would, too. But, uh, I would, too, just because it's, it, the dude's got the experience that we saw last week. Bo's got, Bo's got some issues. There's no doubt. But if I'm wanting to get the get our feet under us right. to get this game and not let it get away, yeah, because this is a perfect opportunity for Edo and this LSU team to quote get right, and you don't want that to happen if you're LSU. Well, if you're Auburn, so Harson kind of walked back after the game last week. He kind of walked back any thoughts of like TJ being like the starter going mm-hmm. forward. I um, mean, you know, he kind of said like sometimes you get in positions and you do what you have to do to yeah. win the game. Yes. Um. So I th- I think Bo is still going to start, although TJ would be comfortable. You know, he played at LSU, yeah. so he would be comfortable being there, even though he's wearing a different jersey. You know, he's you know he's played in that stadium uh, multiple times before. Uh, but yeah, you've got to start. You've got to start. In my opinion, you've got to start the uh, the experienced guy and just put it. And this this will tell you. This will kind of tell you who's going to be the starter moving forward. Yeah, it will. If if Bo, you know, kind of sinks in this game and they have to bring TJ in, I think regardless of what TJ does, TJ will, will be playing. Will be starting the next game if they have to pull Bo. The, this this line is sitting at like three. So I've seen it some places as low as two and a half. It's nearly a pick. I think both of these teams are kind of on the same trajectory right now, and really this game is going to define the rest of the season oh, yes. for whichever team. Um, who do y'all like? What do you think? Uh, and don't say Tigers because that's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I like LSU by a field goal. Uh, I like I like LSU really close too. Um, I think this is one of those this is one of those Auburn LSU games. It's mm-hmm. going to have there's something going to be happen. Something's going to catch fire. Some you know some th- yeah. something's going to have the band's going to come on the field. Yeah. Somebody's the, they're going to have to run through the band to get a touch. Something's cr- crazy's going to happen. It's in this 8 p.m. in Baton Rouge. <laughs> 8 p.m. in Baton Rouge. <laughs> the uh, the the tailgate the Tiger tailgate show right here on WTWX will start at 5 p.m. tomorrow night for Auburn going to Baton Rouge. All kinds of storylines to follow in that one. Uh, quick, real, uh, real quick before we go to break, these high school games. Uh, Fairview at Boaz. Who do we like? Boaz. I'm taking Boaz in a close one, and that's if Boaz wins that, it's setting up area it's, championship in two it's weeks. It's their first game on the new turf. If Fairview, oh. can it's the only reason I'm I'm picking Boaz. If Fairview has this game tied or within a few points going into the fourth, I like Fairview. I, I they're just, physical. They're they tough. are. They're very physical. That's one thing. That's one thing for Boaz. They got to handle the physicality of Fairview. And, hey, and I love this Boaz team. I think they've got just as good a shot as winning this game. I just, I, I, I don't know. I just there's something telling me that Fairview is going to win this game tonight and throw a kink in a lot of stuff. Sca- when it comes scares to me. <laughs> scares um, me a little bit because of how good he is at <laughs> predicting these games. Air Abbott Pell City. I like. I like my Knights to go six and one tonight. Um. Oh yeah, it's been a good season for Coach Osmond so far at Arab. City's not having a good year. Have we gotten to the point with the Arab football team where they're not going to tear down goal goalposts anymore? Yes, we have passed that point. I mean, you go ten years without winning a ball game, you're going to tear. You're going to tear. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but now they're five and one. Probably going to go six and one on the road here. I, I mean, they're I, looking at eight and two for the season. I like Arab easy. Arab, yeah. uh, Albertville at Huntsville. Somebody's got to win. Change plans. Yeah, not at Huntsville. It's at Albertville. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so what happened? Because I, I had a few guys asking me the same thing yesterday. Um, so, yes, it's going to be in Albertville. 
I don't know how much that changes things. I mean, I know Huntsville's not having a good year either. Um, that like like you said earlier, Albertville and Huntsville have both beat Grissom. So yeah, I like it. Let's let's go with the county team. I like I like Albertville. I like Albertville to win that game. Um, if it's at Albertville, I'm going Albertville too. Yeah. Well, that is our picks, our college football segment for the three and out pregame show. It's always fun to get to do that. So we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Lance Reese, and then we're going to send it to the field to get ready for the Gunnersville Sardis game. Be right back. The three and out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. ARAB Lumber and Supply is proud to support the broadcast of local high school sporting events. ARAB Lumber has a new design showroom with huge selections of siding, bricks, roofing materials, windows, kitchen and bathroom accessories, and much more. And if your house is in tip-top shape, then stop in anyway and shop their hunting equipment. They carry firearms, ammo, and other outdoor goods. ARAB Lumber and Supply, located on the North Brentley Mountain Parkway in ARAB. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Hi, this is Wes Long. As a former Wildcat, I learned that timing and execution are not only important on the football field, but also in life. Let my law firm help you plan your family's future, whether it's business, succession, wills and trusts, or real estate transactions. One day, your athlete on the field will thank you for staying ahead of the game. Go Wildcats! Water is a big quality of life factor in Gunnersville, and not just because of Lake Gunnersville. At the Gunnersville Water Board, we make sure every home and business can count on excellent water quality at reasonable rates. And thanks to continuous investment in the latest treatment technology, we stand ready to serve customers with unsurpassed quality of life for decades to come. For more information on the Gunnersville Water Board, including fast and easy online bill paying, please visit GunnersvilleWater.com. Wenzel's Oyster House near Gunnersville High School at the foot of the mountain is proud to be a Wildcat supporter. They specialize in Gulf Coast seafood, including shrimp, oysters, and fresh fish. Also, all of your favorites like crab legs, steaks, and pasta, and much more, including a delicious lunch menu with all of your seafood favorites, plus things like great salads, fish tacos, burgers, and pool boys, all at Wenzel's Oyster House, foot of the mountain in Gunnersville. Hello, this is Maury Yancey, President of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce staff, board, and membership proudly cheer the Wildcats on to victory. When you shop local, you are supporting the future of our young people. The commerce in this community helps provide the taxes to support our city schools. If you are not already a member of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, give us a call or come by our office. Join one of the most active chambers in Alabama and one of the largest for a community our size. The Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, cheering on the Wildcats. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. The home folks at Foodland are so proud of you, Wildcats. Good luck in tonight's contest. Tomorrow, you're going to find an early riser sale beginning at 8 till 1 at Foodland. Fresh land eggs, listen to this, 89 cents a dozen. 
Just from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., the early riser sale in the morning at Foodland. We're across from the high school. Welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us again this week. Um, obviously, last week, really big win on the road at Madison County. Um, you guys faced a little bit of adversity in this first half, and then really in the second half, y'all y'all really got it going. It was good to see. Yeah, it was a big game for us. Uh, Madison County's a team that's got a lot of speed, and I felt like it was important to schedule a team like that kind of right here in the middle is an, in a non-region game because we know when we get in the playoffs, we're going to see speed. So, it's good to see how our guys adjusted to that. Uh, like you said, we were in a real fight in the first half, came out uh, in the second half and kind of took control of the game. But uh, really proud of how our kids responded. Uh, first half, our offense pretty much stopped by penalties. Uh, it seemed like we had a first down penalty uh, almost every drive. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they got speed, so they were able to make some big plays. But second half, we kind of settled down and adjusted it. Pate had a big night uh, running and throwing the ball. And then uh, I think Cole threw for about 200 yards. And Fusell had, I think, three touchdown catches. Uh, Cooper Davidson had about six or seven catches. So, overall, we just had really good balance on the offense. Got to credit the offensive line for that. So, very pleased. In the last two weeks, really the last three weeks now, um, Cole and, and Fusell have really been – dialed in do you see that throughout the week as well with those two is that something y'all aren't surprised by when the game when the game lights come on yeah we've been throwing the ball uh well recently um you know it seems like cooper's catching the long touchdown passes but i'm excuse me if you sell is but actually mm -hmm. i think cooper led us in reception so yeah. and then sam kennedy's catching a lot of passes so kind of goes back to even last year when you've got a number of receivers that can catch the ball it just makes it that much harder to defend and then the fact that now we've got Pate rushing for about 200 yards a game. Uh, anytime you got balance on offense, it puts the defense under a lot of stress. Seemed like this defense was really dialed in last Friday night. Cole Bryan had a big game. Uh, he had two turnovers, three turnovers um, on the defensive side. Just talk about that unit as a whole. Yeah, very pleased with their effort. Uh, like we said, anytime you've got speed, it's kind of different than what we're seeing from week to week. And uh, uh, you can't simulate that in practice. So I was – Pleased with our effort, uh, you know. That this week we got to just keep getting people to the football, running the ball well. We got a lot of good offenses left on the schedule, so uh, you know, offense, defense, special teams. We're pleased with where we are, but we know we got to keep working to improve. I think it was uh, good for everybody, anybody supporting Gunnersville to see uh, Miller Cutner back out there in a full-time capacity. Just just talk about him and, and how he's how he's coming along. Yeah, Miller. Uh, Started the game and played three quarters till it was kind of in hand, and uh, he's getting more comfortable every week. And we really appreciate uh, Dr. Smith and uh, Jonathan Odell for working with us, keeping us updated on his progress. Uh, we made sure even before Miller was ready to come back, he was still really working hard cardiovascular, so that he could be in shape to play when he got back. But uh, Miller's gaining more confidence, and uh, goodness, when he's out there on the field, we're a better defensive Absolutely. team. Absolutely. And now this week coming up, um, you got Sardis coming in Friday night. It's obviously homecoming. It's one of those weeks it can be it can be a little odd because you got so much stuff going on throughout the week. That, how do you manage that year to year when it comes to uh, you know distractions throughout the week? Yeah, obviously we want to keep our focus on the game, but we got to remember the players are high school students too, and you you only have sure. one homecoming a year. So we've kind of made a. Uh, point of we're going to get out there a little early start practice earlier and then we're going to keep a, a fast pace so that we can get through and let those guys go to the float site and kind of get with their 
get with their classmates. Mm-hmm. We want them to experience homecoming as well. But we've got to, when we are on the field practicing, we've got to really stay focused and make sure we're ready to go Friday night. Yeah, another obviously a region game coming up with Sardis, and we're kind of sitting here really at the halfway point of the season. What what do you think you've seen the most improvement of so far from the first game against Hanley to this point? And then what do you think you guys need to do to second half of the right. season? Well, well, offensively, the three new starters on the offensive line were um, definitely a source of concern. And I, I've seen those guys get better every week, gain more confidence in each other. As far as our offense goes, you know, we had Cole back, had the quarterback back. We lost Jack Harris. But I think we've seen some other receivers step up. So we're playing more tempo. And we're, to me, we're better on offense when we're going at a fast pace. You can't go fast pace unless you're getting first downs, which mm-hmm. is something we didn't do in that Hanley game. So – Pleased with that. And then defensively, you know, we lost uh, a lot of good linebackers. So, uh, I think Ben Biddle's done a great job of stepping in there. He's gained more confidence making our calls and uh, getting us lined up. And if we can get, if we can stop the run and get people in passing situations, then good things are going to happen on defense. Kicking game, uh, you know, Pablo was so consistent over the years. And then Tristan's come in, Palacios, another uh, soccer guy, and he's done a good job kicking for us. You don't want to have to worry about those extra points. I think he's made a couple field goals lately. He's also done a good job kicking off. Madison County had had actually ran by ran by kickoffs in a lot of their games, so he did yep. some different type kicks last week uh, to try to keep the ball away from their returners. So uh, pleased in all three phases of the game where we are right now, but we know if we're going to be ready uh, for the playoffs, we've got to not stay stagnant and try to keep better every week. Coach, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but you got this game Friday night. You guys are off the next week. You got Boaz at home, and that's it for the home games unless we we host another playoff game. So, just talk directly to the supporters. What what do you want to tell them about this team and and coming out and supporting them and and giving their all as well in the stands? Yeah, you know we're gonna. It's always an exciting time for homecoming, and people want to come out and see the floats and go to the parade, and that's great. But with uh, Boaz being our last home game, it's going to be senior night. It's looking like it could definitely come down to if we win that game, we're going to win the region, and uh, we're also going to win the county because mm-hmm. uh, because Boaz has beat uh, Alberville, Arab's beaten Alberville, so uh, it's going to be it couldn't be a bigger game for that last Boaz game for the for the region and the county. So we're hoping everybody will come out to that one. Good deal, Coach. We appreciate it as always, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. All right, thank you. Fans, that early riser sale begins at 8, lasts till 1 tomorrow morning at Foodland. Rudy's Farm Sausage Patties, 3 pounds for just $5.99. And 10 count Food Club Biscuits, just 89 cents. Quaker Instant Grits, 11 to 12 ounce container, only $1.89. Just from 8 o'clock until 1 o'clock tomorrow at Foodland. We're across from the high school. Come shop, you save. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. So that was Coach Reese, and, um, you know, obviously he kind of echoed a lot of the same things we had to say. It's homecoming week. He wants his players to get to enjoy it which is great because you only get to be a senior once in high school. So, um, you know, excited to see these guys get to participate in homecoming activities this year and then obviously get to play in the game as well. Don't think Gunnersville is going to have much of a struggle tonight. I think they can pretty well name their score in this one. 
Coach Reese already alluded to, though, in, in the in the interview, you know, Boaz is looming. We'll obviously see what happens tonight with Fairview at Boaz. That's a huge region game. Probably one of the biggest region games throughout all of 5A tonight is Fairview at Boaz. So we'll be watching to see what happens in that game. Boaz comes to Gunnersville on October the 15th. The Wildcats are off next week. We will still be here next week. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll Plenty of stuff we can talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with you guys next week, even through the off week. Um, I think – Gunnersville's biggest thing tonight is really just to kind of get through this first half and then get these younger guys some more playing time, get them some on-field experience. It's still a young defense, um, so as many reps as possible. The offensive line has come along uh, really, really well since that Hanley game, and uh, that's another group that needs as many reps as possible. And then have a much-needed break next week to get ready for that matchup against Boaz, which could, in all likelihood, decide the region championship depending on what happens tonight with Fairview and Boaz. So we will keep our finger on the pulse of that game. Um, here in just a minute, we're going to send it on over to Greg and Joel. They are waiting on us at Chorbalee Stadium to get this game kicked off with uh, Gunnersville and Sardis. Thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. We will be back next week better than ever. So you guys have a good Friday night. Be careful going to the games. Be careful if you're headed out to uh, any college football games tomorrow. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.